Retail sales rise, offerings on offerings. Monday night, the biggest analyst calls. Voyager Digital with some major news and J.P. Morgan sues Tesla. This is the Running With The Money briefing. Let's get into it. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of the Running With The Money Briefing. Of course, I'm your host, Luke Donay. What a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. Either way, the Dow Jones up 105 points, NASDAQ up 135 points, and the S&P 500 up 23. Taking a look at what is leading the market today, group by group, sector by sector, however you want to put it. We have consumer cyclical leading the way today, technology right behind it, healthcare and third, moving to the upside, energy and industrials also moving to the upside, financials just edging out again. Meanwhile, communication services, consumer defensive utilities, real estate and basic materials all leading the market to the downside in the areas in which the market is red. Now, taking a look at treasury yields, we always want to take a look at that. The U.S. 10-year treasury yield is currently sitting at 1.634%, not too bad. And we have the Bund 10-year currently sitting at negative 0.24%. Two areas of note. Taking a look at commodities, taking a look at some oil. We have oil, actually WTI crude, moving to the downside today. Now under 81 bucks a barrel, currently sitting at 80.86. We have Nat Gas up another 2.85%, and Brent sitting at 82. Very interesting makeup in the markets, but we're not here to talk about key levels. We're here to talk about the biggest headlines of the day. So let's get into it. So First off this morning, we, of course, got those retail sales numbers for the month of October. So retail sales rose 1.7% in October, not only overall the headline number, but also excluding autos. So retail sales, excluding autos, those sales also increased 1.7%. Now, digging into these numbers, two notable areas were online sales. Those were up 4% on the month, a year-over-year gain of 10.2%, and gasoline up 3.9%. Actually, year over year up 46.8%. And of course, you have to account for some inflation in these metrics. I mean, you take a look at the most recent consumer price index reading, and of course, that came up at an increase of 0.9% in October, and that is up 6.2% year over year. Once again, that's one of the strongest inflation readings year over year we've gotten since 1991. Holy smokes. Either way, taking a look at those retail sales, they did beat the expectation here. Now, the expectation was 1.5% for the headline number and 1% for the core sales. Um, Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you want to view these retail sales, the numbers beat the Dow Jones estimates. So very interesting numbers here. And also that 1.7% rise beat the 0.8% rise from the previous month. Very interesting numbers in retail sales this morning. And at First, actually, the market was down for the majority of the morning here, and then we started to turn up as the day went on. Now, shifting into these offerings, we have offerings out of Mercado Libre, Melly, holy smokes, that's one to pronounce, Peloton, and then Unity, three major names that have been popular of late or throughout the year at some point. So, Mercado Libre today or yesterday, they announced the pricing of an underwritten public offering of a million shares of common stock at $1,550 per share. You take a look at how the stock is performing on this news and you see that Mercado Libre is currently sitting at $1,544 a share down 5.44% or 88 points as we speak on this news of offering. Um, And in addition, the underwriters 
have 30 day, they have a 30 day option to purchase an additional 150,000 shares of common stock. Very interesting stuff there. Now, according to the Motley Fool and other sources, Mercado Libre had roughly 49 million shares of stock outstanding earlier this month. So, given that, running the calculations, that dilution on this offering would be roughly 2% to current shareholders. Very interesting uh, complexion there under this offering, on this offering news. Mercado Libre dropping on their offering announcement here from last night. And then we have Peloton. Also, last night, they announced a major offering the sell roughly 23.9 million shares. Holy Toledo of its class A common stock at a public offering price of 46 bucks a share. Now, this would net the company roughly $1.07 billion. And this comes after earnings were a disappointment, after guidance was a disappointment over at Peloton. And also, you know, Peloton management was out here saying they do not need cash. And then all of a sudden they dropped this here overnight, really early this morning, Tuesday of this offering. Crazy stuff at a P-Town. A lot of investors not happy about that. But at the same time, surprisingly, stock is performing to the upside at less check. Currently sitting at a relatively solid price of 54 53 Given the past performance over the past few weeks here, I mean, this stock was at one time over 150. If you take a look at the three-month performance of Peloton, it's down 52%. Year the date, it's down 64%. Holy smokes, talk about a bad investment. Ouch. Meanwhile, today, it's up on the offering news, up 14.63%. Very odd reaction out of Peloton to this news, taking the investors by surprise. And then we have Unity, ticker symbol U. They announced the intent to offer, subject to market conditions, of course, a $1.5 billion offering in convertible senior notes due 2026. Now, according to the management, they are expecting to use the net proceeds from this offering to pay the cost of capped call transactions described later throughout their uh, press release. And then, of course, you also see that they know that they're going to use the net proceeds for general corporate purposes or for the acquisition or strategic investments in complementary businesses or technologies. Now, Unity, how did they perform on this announcement of an offering coming out yesterday after the bell? Well, they're currently down right now a dollar eleven, and at one point today they were down much more than that. Currently sitting at one hundred and ninety six dollars per share over here. Unity Software. Now shifting into the biggest analyst calls of the day, we have Atlantic Equities downgrading Robinhood to neutral from overweight. Now, what did the firm have to say about Robinhood? They go on to say, "quote Our overweight recommendation was predicted on rapid growth, continuing in a gradual expansion of operating margins." However. The abrupt suscitation of user growth in Q3 and per guidance for Q4 indicates that growth will be dramatically lower than our original expectations, at least in the near term. So Atlantic Equities not liking the growth future for Robinhood, therefore downgrading it to neutral from overweight. We have Bank of America reiterating Chevron as a buy going on to say, quote, with that said, the current or with current portfolio visibility, top line growth is modest still. CVX Chevron retains one of the most leveraged portfolios to oil prices given a business mix skewed to upstream and production skewed towards oil. Capacity to accelerate per share growth in cash flow in dividend positions, the shares as a conservative beta play in the current commodity cycle in our view. So, 
It's safe to say Bank of America like Chevron. And then we also have Loop initiating coverage of PayPal as a buy, a name that has not been liked of late. Now, what did Loop have to say about PayPal? With this initiation as a buy, they go on to say, quote, we believe PayPal operates the most formidable two-sided fintech embedded platform in the market. Both the consumer and merchant value proposition curated by the company drives tremendous network effects, which we believe is the key source of nearly all value creation in technology and consumer-facing companies. Interesting take by Loop on PayPal. And then we have Wedbush reiterating Apple as outperformed. What did Wedbush have to say about Apple? They go on to say, quote, heading into Black Friday, we continue to see delivery times for Apple's iPhone 13 Pro lengthen. As we estimate right now, demand is outstripped supply by roughly 15% heading into the holiday season. Wedbush liking the demand for iPhones and therefore liking Apple, continuing to reiterate it as outperform. And then we have Credit Seuss initiating coverage of Oracle as outperform. Going on to say, quote, however, as the headwinds from the transition to the cloud abate relative to the increase in one, recurring revenue from SaaS adoption, and two, customers increasingly lifting and shifting database workloads to Oracle Cloud, we believe Oracle is well positioned to continue to reaccelerate revenue and operating income growth into the mid to high single digits and double digits, respectively, for multiple years. So, Seems Credit Suisse is liking the outlook on revenue for Oracle and operating income. Very interesting. And then we have Morgan Stanley reiterating the also-loved or also-hated, depending on how you view Facebook, as overweight, or should we say meta-platforms. Morgan Stanley goes on to say, quote, the most obvious player, importantly, though, we remain positive. Facebook primarily because of the still underappreciated core business growth, durability, and free cash flow in 2022. This is even though an estimated $13.6 billion of investment in the metaverse in 2022 to build the next generation version of social networking. So Morgan Stanley liking Facebook or meta platforms here as one of the great beneficiaries of the metaverse and the metaverse to come, but they also like here the durability of free cash flow and core business growth that Facebook or Meta Platforms is saying and is going to see in 2022. Interesting call, big time call out of Morgan Stanley. Now, shifting into a major headline in the crypto world or for another big time crypto platform, Voyager Digital announcing a debit card. So cryptocurrency platform Voyager Digital, they are set and they announced on Tuesday that they will be offering a crypto debit card and it's going to pay up to 9% annual rewards to its customers in crypto. Now, this is called the Voyager Debit MasterCard. Very interesting. And the offering provides, quote, annual rewards up to 9% on all USD coin holdings of $100 or more. Now, Voyager customers can also, unquote, who can now pre-register for the debit card will start receiving their cards in early 2022. And that is according to BlockWorks. By the way, BlockWorks is a great source to get a lot of crypto in metaverse news. I definitely recommend them for that. Now, shifting into what management had to say over at Voyager, they go on to say, quote, by basing our debit card on USDC, a stable coin priced one-to-one with the US dollar, we are offering customers a predictable and rewarding way to hold and easily convert crypto for payments while offering Voyager loyalty program members additional rewards. And that was Voyager CEO, Steve Utrich said in a statement. They said that in their press release on this news. You can go check it out on their investor relations website. Now, 
I do want to note here the ticker symbol uh, for Voyager is VYGVF. They currently trade right around 17 bucks per share. That's right, $17 per share. And honestly, I'm surprised the stock isn't higher. That's simply my opinion here. You take a look, and that was a close actually right there, the close market closing as we speak. But either way, you take a look at their ticker symbol um, and you take a look at the stock here and they are trading at a level. I'm honestly surprised um, comparatively just based on stock price. They're down 8.05% today, $16.08. Way down today. I'm actually on this announcement here. Very surprising. But you take a look at the numbers behind Voyager Digital and you see that they announced last week that they surpassed a million funded accounts. And that's a 2,225% increase from 10 months ago. That's right, from 10 months ago. So some big time growth over at Voyager Digital and is really not getting a ton of love. Now, you do look at the six month performance of this thing and this thing is absolutely launched. I mean, in the past three months, it's up 19%. In the past month, it's up 80%. In the past year, it's up 1,858%. So definitely no complaining there on the performance front, but maybe an interesting um cryptocurrency name to check out for those of you who are looking to add another crypto name to your portfolio. And then finally, before we go, we got to talk about JP Morgan suing Tesla. Now, what is this all about? So JP Morgan Chase, they filed a suit against, as we all know, the biggest EV name in the game, Tesla, in a dispute over warrants. And that's according to court filings that came out on Monday. Very interesting stuff. Now, JP Morgan, they're seeking $162.2 million plus interest, according to attorneys. So that's some big time news right there. I mean, $162.2 million bucks. Holy smokes. Now, JP Morgan, they're alleging that Tesla, they breached their terms of a contract that in essence, they signed in the repricing of warrants on the back of or shortly after Tesla CEO Elon Musk or Elon Musk, you know, we, he tweeted in August 2018 that he was considering taking Tesla private at 420 bucks a share. Well, of course, it was on the back of that. Not the best timing either. And therefore, JP Morgan, they incurred some damages. They're not liking it. And apparently, Tesla broke contract on the repricing of these warrants. Some very interesting stuff. So, JP Morgan suing Tesla. And you take a look at the performance of Tesla stock and well. EV stocks are absolutely ripping of late, and Tesla is no different today, up 4.08%, but it is down off those highs of 1,200. It's been coming down over the past few days. Even yesterday, it came down as well. So, very interesting. Um, It may be a major story to follow here, JP Morgan suing Tesla, but that is the show. Those are the major headlines of the day. To recap, we had JP Morgan suing Tesla. Voyager Digital announcing that debit card. We had three major offerings out of Micro uh, Libre, Peloton, and Unity. And we also had those retail sales rising and improving over the previous month and year over year, moving to the upside. So, some very interesting data coming out of the market today and the notable analyst calls that we covered just in the past few minutes here throughout the show. Was that Atlantic Equities downgraded Robinhood, Bank of America reiterating Chevron, Loop initiating coverage of PayPal as a buy, and of course, Morgan Stanley reiterating Facebook as overweight. In the meantime, Easily Profit trade on. Go give my boys over at Pounding the Table a listen. They are turning out the best content in the financial game. And you definitely have to go give them a listen at Pounding the Table on Twitter, or you can give them a listen on Spotify at Pounding the Table or anywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. And by the way, give me and my team here at Running With The Money 
a listen, please, or a follow. Follow me at Luke Danae on Twitter. Ask me any questions. DM me. I try to get to all of them. I try to answer all your questions. And if you have any feedback on the show, also shoot that over to us. We're more than happy. We're always adjusting and we're trying to give you the best possible content that we can. We're proud to be a pounding the table network partner. And we're also here because look, we want to help you in the investment world. I'm here to help you. And that's what we do at running with the money and pounding the table. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for the support and uh, go give everyone that is helping you a follow on your favorite social media platforms. In the meantime, easily profit trade on. Remember to do the research, know what you're buying. Don't buy something if you don't know what it is, but we got to get out of here. We're over 15 minutes. Easily profit trade on, and I will see you tomorrow. 